room coming in hot, Chichi. What's going on, brother? There we go again. Casey in a fancy hotel room somewhere. Where are we today? And what are we doing? Oh, my God. I wouldn't say fancy. Uh, dude, I'm at this keynote speaker conference um, called Impact. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what happens when you're trying to put it on the lamp next to your <laughs> Just so you oh. know, if you're just listening, Casey just dropped his phone <laughs> and it just looked like, looked like an earthquake uh, just hit yeah, Austin, this, Texas. Go I'm ahead. at this conference by a company called Impact 11. They're one of the best you know, keynote speaker groups out there. And so I'm just here learning, dude. Here learning, trying to deliver, trying to deliver better stuff to the mayor's office and and any companies and all that stuff. So it's good, good yeah. stuff. Man. Like learning a new craft, brother. You know what I mean? I like that. You look a little corporate too, but not like not like yeah, yeah. Not like well, douchey corporate. You look like you know trendy corporate, like the the, the good, yeah. good corporate. <laughs> you got to dress business casual. I couldn't just show up with a t shirt and you know sweats. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, I got something crazy. I got a call from yeah. uh, one of my buddies I used to play baseball with. And he's like, hey, man, you want to play in a summer league with us? Thursday nights. I'm considering it. Do it, dude. Chicks, do it. You can do it. I mean, you might have to start running some sprints because that's not going to be easy for you to just well, turn I, that I, on. I actually just texted him. I'm like, when does this start? Because I'd rather not have my first day, my shoulder explode. I, I, I like, I've thrown a baseball ball with like with my, my nephews and, and like little kids and stuff. So I haven't, yeah. I haven't let it out. I haven't let it eat for a while. I, I don't know. I, I, but dude, you said you got a bad wing too, don't you? Yeah, I don't have the greatest wing. I mean, I think it's like, uh, like it's hurting. Yeah, it's like, like the rotator cuff hurt. Yeah, it's like you ever there's those guys. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was Paul Neal or somebody had some shoulder things, and they only had like three show three throws in them per game and so they would just like <laughs> flip it to the center fielder that's what i'm gonna be i'll just flip the ball to the the younger guy on the team or something but i'm, I'm thinking about it i think i might do it Dude, you said 100 percent do it 100 percent, man you're, you know you're, 10 years from now you're not gonna be able to do it now you'll be able to do it yeah all right i'll give it a whirl you know okay so let's just get into it man wbc forget about it Th that game on saturday night with usa it's funny i texted you you texted me about, like, your availability for the weekend. I'm like, I'm just sitting on my couch just so nervous for D-Row right now. They kept cutting the camera back to him. They fall behind. What an <laughs> epic game. What, what's your take? Dude, on? I was thinking the same thing, dude. I, I was like, oh, you, you just want D-Row to do well. And you love seeing – I just love the passion of the guys on the team. They're so excited because, you like, even Goldschmidt's not a big emotional guy. He homered last night. He's rounded first. Like, yeah. You know, like you're seeing emotion from guys that they know it's bigger than them. They know it's you. It's you know it's USA now, and it's the best players in the world. And you know, obviously our buddy D Row, and you know we're, we're rooting for him. But like, if you go back to that Turner home run, bro, I, it's so much to break down there. I was watching with my sons Andrew and Jake, and we were like, you know, kind of locked in. The place is going crazy. It's Venezuela heavy. You know, Latino down in Miami. You know, it's basically an away game. Um, man, I thought it was incredible. First off. Turner hitting ninth. It's <laughs> like what a deep lineup you got. You got Trey Turner hitting ninth, one of the best hitters in baseball. You know that's how deep that lineup is. But you go back and look at his home runs. I believe all three of the last home runs he's hit, all with two strikes. Mm -hmm. And on the on the on the grand slam he hit, he got an O two changeup. And I love what he said after the game to Ken Rosenthal. They were talking about the pitch, and he said, "You know what were you thinking there?" And he's like, "Listen, I was just really trying to relax and let the ball travel." That's what he said. I was just trying to let the ball travel and get deep. And I love that because to hit the changeup, it's got to be your mentality because 
And when you get to two strikes, you can afford to, to you can afford to get beat late. You know what I mean? It, with two strikes, you don't want to get beat early out out front. You want to get beat later. So I, I just love his approach because that approach and that home run, that grand slam that he hit, that propelled them to the semis. Now they're in the finals. You know, then he hit two more home runs in the semis and locked them in. And you know, if, it, it, being a former player and a hitter that understands, like, wow, if I can hit that O two change up. It's just changed my vision for so much, and it's just a huge – and then you saw them trounce Cuba, which is coming out trounce. slugging. So, it's like, they needed to get over the hump in the quarterfinals against Venezuela. Almost feel like now, now they're, now, you know, now they're cooking with gas in a big way. I love that. But can you talk about – so, you win that game, the emotion and the intensity. And I remember before Saturday night, I thought it was cool. I forgot if it was Morosi or Ken said that. Like D Rose message to them were like, they're gonna be you're gonna be in a dog fight. These fans are gonna be crazy. Match the intensity of the other team. I wanna see you all running out the way they do when somebody hits a home run, dance around, have that energy. And they did, and it was the the emotional toll that game takes on you. Can you talk about how you stay up for the next game? Because they certainly did 14 to 2 victory. You know what I'm saying there? Yeah, well, I think the, I think this is the difference between baseball and other sportsmen. These guys are grinders. They're used to they're used to so many ups and downs during the season, highs and lows. And I know obviously that was an adrenaline rush. And I've been in games like that in the World Series where it's it's taxing. You go back to the hotel, you're just like, oh, you can't sleep. The norepinephrine's been hit. The, the adrenaline's hit your body in such a huge way. And, you know, it's an incredible feeling, especially when you're on the winning side. But I think the great thing about baseball is you got to have a short memory. Good or bad, success or you know failure, you've got to be able to turn the page. And I think sometimes the greatest thing about baseball is you can get in trouble when you have success just as much as when you have failure. When you're going along well, then all of a sudden, yeah, we got this, we got this. No, you still got the semis in the finals. So, like, I think the great thing about being a baseball player is you're so used to turning the page and turning it quickly that they were able to bounce back to the semis the next night and say, let's put up 14 runs. I love that. I got one more follow on that. My other favorite thing about this Egos are checked at the door. This is the greatest group of baseball players ever. I watched it last. You said Trey Turner's hitting ninth. Trey Turner probably hasn't hit ninth since maybe his, what, his first game in the big leagues? If that, he probably was leading probably off there. Never, probably never. Probably never. never in his life. And then I'm looking, ground ball a second yesterday. There's Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson is one of the best shortstops in baseball. I'll go play second. Get me in a line. Right. I'll go play second for you, d I, I, I yeah. just, I love it. I love the WBC. People are saying yeah. some, a lot of people love it better than, than the major leagues right now. No, it's incredible. Mookie Betts was talking to uh, Mike Trout on, on MLB Network right before the, the, the semifinal game, and they were saying about that, like, that it's so cool to be part of the WBC because um, at the All-Star game, you're, it's one and done. You're there, you're gone. It's nice to see everybody, but then you're back to your families. Like, here, they're like, it's almost like you're in the minor leagues, dude. You're going to dinner with these guys. You're going, you know, you're getting together for breakfast. You know, you're, you know, you're, you're spending a lot of time. You're, you're, you're part of a team, and and that's what Mookie Betts was saying. We're just if you got to get a bunt down, if you got to get a sack fly, whatever it takes to win. No one cares about the zero for four, and I think it's really unique to see these caliber of players playing as a team. Just thinking about we just got to get the W, whatever it takes to get the W. And I thought Wainwright in the semifinals, you know, gets in trouble there. Couple guys get on PFP's a little bad, throwing the ball around. He walks a run in. Pettit comes out. You know they have this veteran to veteran conversation, probably an incredible conversation. Would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that one. 
And then Wainwright's like, listen, I've been here before. I've been in big situations. I've been in World Series games. I knew how to slow myself down. I knew I was one pitch away. And then, you know, I think that was a big part of the game because he ended up going four innings and had given up only that one run. So he really put that fire out. That fire, that, that could have exploded right there, you know, big time. And that game could have been a lot different. So you got to give Wainwright a lot of credit, too, for, you know, kind of holding down the fort and making sure that game didn't get away from him. Yeah, and you mentioned Andy Pettit. Like, look at that staff D-Rail put together. Also brilliant. Andy Pettit's yeah. your pitching coach. He's out there eye-to-eye with Wainwright, and Wainwright's looking at him going, this guy has been on the stage. He's not looking at somebody. Like, it, it means a lot to have that. D-Rail's there trying to manage. He's got Jerry Manuel sitting right next to him with his arm around his shoulder at points in a game, and they're, they're going through the motions. And then, dude, <laughs> you mentioned it the other day. The two pieces of video that are out there right now that are just amazing are Griffey taking BP the other day and hitting bombs, and the entire line, the entire roster is just standing there going nuts. And then yesterday, oh, I said it's like it was like goat herding when when you see Griffey and Trout and like talking about their swings and everything, so so awesome. And of course, you hit in the same group. With Kendrick yeah. Griffey Jr. for how many years? Like just for six years. Go. For six years, I mean, it was incredible. You know, one great story about Griff. You know, he used to go out early and take batting practice, man, and it was cool. I, I came out one day to take batting practice early, and he was already there early. He liked to get his swings in before everyone came out, so they could just not have to get in and out of the out of the, uh, out of the turtle. And uh, and so, bro, Griff would go out there and he would play home run derby. By himself. So he wasn't trying to just go to left, go to right. He was trying to drive the ball out of the ballpark. So he said, hey, give me three, four balls. And I, boom, they just see one in the seats, left center, three, three. Then, okay, now, you know, now let me go dead center. Now let me go to right. And he would do that for like 20 minutes. It was m- one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. But one of the things I loved about hitting with Griff and his group, and, you know, Hank Griffin Jr. is so cool. Me, Adam Dunn, Jr., Austin Kearns, I think, were the group. And, uh, and, and dude, those are some heavy hitters. I mean, Dunner and, and Junior are two of the best home run hitters of all time. And uh, it was so great, man. And I, I was always telling my kids a story that the last round was, 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 uh, was home run derby. And we would each get, like, five swings. And, uh, and it was uh, grown folk. Griff used to say, man, it don't, it don't count unless it's in grown folks' territory. And, like, it didn't count unless you went dead center. So we would play this home run derby, the last round of BP, and maybe it was the last two rounds. Oh. But it, they didn't count unless it went to grown folks territory, which was dead center. <laughs> I used to love that. Griff, Griff was, uh, you know, Junior was the, was the mastermind of that. So I look at those guys, you know, uh, being so in awe of, of, of watching Junior take BP. And, you know, I look back at my career that I got a chance to do that for six years and be in his group is, is, uh, is really special. Yeah, that's so cool. Did you ever win any of those? Did you ever win the home run derby? I, I, I mean, Adam with Dunner and Griffin, Griffin, with Dunner and Griffin there, I'm, I'm sure I won a couple rounds. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but with Dunner and Griffin there, dude, like, I mean, Dunner hit a couple balls out of the stadium, dead center <laughs> during a game. Yes, hit one off a of Smoltz and one off of Jose Lima, both change ups, dead center <laughs> before they had that. You know the shit, the the um boat up there, bro, chitch. Out of the stadium, one hopped into the river. They said there was some dude fishing one time, like knocked him off the boat or something. You know? <laughs> I, think, I think the Smoltz one, the camera couldn't even, the camera stopped at a certain point because the camera couldn't tilt high enough and far enough to where that home run went. You actually don't see it. Incredible, dude. Incredible. But just Junior and Dunner, 
I mean, two of the greatest ever. You know, like I said, being in my group, it was just so cool. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. So here's the thing. Tonight, you got Mexico, Japan, dude. Mexico, Japan. I mean, they're both playing at like out of control. Uh, Japan's got somebody named Sasaki going tonight. Uh, Oh, and here's the other crazy thing. I don't know if you've heard this since you've been traveling. If they get to the finals, Otani might close. Did you hear that? Oh, really? Yes. Can, oh, my God. Can you think about that, dude? Imagine he goes like two for three with two homers. They're up 3-2, and then he closes a game out against oh America. God. Dude, can you imagine Otani closing max effort? Like, I mean, he could hit 103. Imagine. How about this? Bases loaded, two outs. Trout. Trout Otani. Oh, my God. And nobody's talking about that. Dude, that would be incredible. Now, now they're they're in they're in Miami too, right? The semi that that, that semifinals yeah, in Miami. Yeah, y- yeah, yeah Miami. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's gonna that, that's gonna be that's gonna be a great game. Mexico's playing great. Hey, it's gonna be a home game for Mexico too. Yeah, right? there's gonna be probably a lot of people a lot of people there. Um, you I know, rooting for Mexico. But but I tell you what, just the fact Japan's is loaded top to bottom, and it's fun to see the international flavor like the. There's some really good players around the world that aren't even in the big leagues, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's in the Mexican league too. There's players that are in that Mexican league. They're probably on that team. That yep. you know, that's a that's a team. That's a league too that it takes. They take a lot of pride in that league. You know, in Mexico yeah. uh, in the off season. So my man Juan Castro, I believe, was manager of Mexico City. Let's go, baby! There you go. And there you uh, go. That's, it's gonna be a great semifinal, bro. I'm really excited for it, dude. All right, you got to get back to work. You're going. You're going. Uh... You're going back to the grind right now, right after this. Just, yeah, yeah. Just fans, quick. fans, real quick. Sean Casey is in the middle of like an all-day event. This is his lunch break. I saw him shuffle. I don't know what that was. It looked like a Malamar or something right before we started. Bulletproof, bulletproof bar. Okay, a little healthier than a Malamar. But yeah, like Sean's doing this for you guys it, like on his lunch break from from like basically a job right now. So appreciate appreciate him. got to do it. We gotta do it. We're on the grind, kids. The fans are on the grind. We appreciate everybody tunes into us, and we're we're here for you every day, Chichi. I love you, brother, and uh, have a great day. I'm going back to get some lunch and learn about keynote speaking. Let's go get it, baby. <laughs>